Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to Season 3 of Gotham Coach. Who would have thought this show would be three seasons deep talking sneakers and basketball while expressing their occasional dislike for UPS? Well, if you were one of those people who didn't believe in the hype, the fine folks from the exclusive breakdown would like to speak to you from the heart. Fuck you. Now, here's your host, Tyrone Smith. Yo, hey. Hopefully the audio quality in this episode is a lot better than the audio quality in the last episode. And mainly the reason why the audio quality was not as good as I wanted it to be was because I decided to record the episode with no headphones just because I wanted to be cheap and not spend the money to get 
AAA batteries to put in my headphones. So I just recorded with the microphone and I said to myself, if it sound good, it sound good. If it don't, it don't. No, I'm just playing. I ain't say if it, if it don't, it don't. But my expectation was for it to sound good. And when I listened to it, it was some parts where I wasn't really feeling it. It was some parts that were not as qualified as I like for my episodes to be. I tried to fix it up as much as I possibly could. And I hope that you guys were able to get the full effect of the episode. If not, my apologies. And hopefully this episode sounds better than the last episode. But uh, look, ain't no more talking, man. I'm not even going to hold y'all for too much longer. It's playoff time. Hell yeah. And when it's playoff time, it's time to get down to business, man. We got some very interesting series going on in the playoffs. And I feel that we need to cover these series that are going on in the playoffs. So that's what this episode is going to be about. No intro needed. All y'all need to know is I'm Tyrone Smith. No freestyle needed because I killed the booth in my last episode. So I'm going to give y'all time to get yourselves together from that fire that I put out there for y'all. And we just about to get straight into these series. So let's get it popping. First, we starting off with the Eastern Conference. One versus eight. Milwaukee versus Orlando. Bucks. Magic. So the Bucks took this series 4-0 in the regular season. Really wasn't that much of a contest, to be honest with you. And uh, I feel like we should expect the exact same thing that we saw in the regular season. But let's give both teams the benefit of the doubt and see what they need to do to win this series. Let's start with the Bucks. The Bucks will win simply off of being the more talented team. They have the MVP of the league, in my opinion, and Giannis. Guy was 2011 and 5 in the four games that he played against the Magic. I expect for him to dominate the Magic this time around as well. They don't have Jonathan Isaac, who is their best defender. He's going to miss the rest of the playoffs and probably all of next season with his injury. Overall, uh, overall, Orlando doesn't have the talent to keep up with Milwaukee, and I feel that it's going to show in this series. But, like I said, let's give the benefit of the doubt and let's figure out what Orlando has to do to win this series. Keys to a magic victory. It can happen, man. I just don't see it happen. I believe for Orlando to win, they have to do the things that they're very, very good at doing now. They can't turn the ball over. They can't fall. Now, that's going to be a tough thing to do when you have Giannis and his abilities to get in the paint at will, do what he wants in the paint, and all that. But they have to not turn the ball over, and they can't foul. And they need consistent contributions from their guards. They need DJ Augustine to step up and be more of an offensive threat, be able to give them some significant points because they're going to need it. They're going to need Markel Fuchs to use his abilities to slash the lane. Get the, get the guys, get the big guys in Milwaukee in foul, in foul trouble. 
get the guards in foul trouble. He's going to have to slash and attack the room for Orlando to have a chance in this. Evan Fournier has to hit the three-point shot. Aaron Gordon, he has to be consistent. Nikola Vucevic, he has to be the inside-outside there. Terrence Ross has to be a guy who has to come off the bench and give them instant buckets. And they need their big guys to be able to contribute and give fouls to where they have enough bodies to contend with Giannis. And they don't have to go into different methods that may not work for them and Giannis eat them alive. That's the only way I can see them winning. Play hard, play true to your style, and, 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 and some guys really got to step up. But let's get into the X factors of the series, starting with the Bucks. Milwaukee's X Factor. You can go a lot of different X Factors, but I'm going to go Eric Bledsoe. It's a guy who missed significant time. He's back, and I expect for him to have a big series. I expect for him to have a really big series in this series. A lot of attention is going to be on Giannis. A lot of attention is going to be on Middleton. He's going to be able to hit the open shots with the penetration that Giannis does in the inside. He's going to be able to do what he does. And I feel like he's going to have a big series. I feel like if he doesn't have a significant impact on the games, the games will be a lot closer than what might a lot of people might, might expect. So I'm really banking on Eric Bledsoe to have a big series to be able to easily get my get Orlando out of here. I was going to say Miami. But get Orlando up out of here. So Eric Bledsoe is going to be my X-Factor from Milwaukee. Orlando's X-Factor. I just talked about him a minute ago. Terrence Ross. He's really the only guy that I can see on Orlando that can get his own shot. Get his own shot. When he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. And for Orlando to have a chance in this series, he has to be on. He has to be on on all the games that they play. Because if he's not, Orlando doesn't have enough scoring. They don't have enough from the outside to be able to contend with the Bucks. Now, they got Vucevic who can maybe knock down the three every or so often. Fournier is a guy who can give you some buckets from the three. Augustine is a guy who can put the buckets, who can give you buckets from time to time. Gordon is a time-to-time bucket getter from three. So, you, when you have time-to-time bucket getters and you have a legit bucket getter in Terrence Ross, T. Ross isn't on his game, then it's going to show in the score. The outcome. Look, the Bucks just have way too much talent for Orlando. And uh, I really, I see this being a sweep. I think 4 Milwaukee will be the result of this series what's up next Raptors Nets this is going to be a intriguing series in the aspect that just like the Toronto Orlando series Toronto Orlando series no that's not it just like the Milwaukee Orlando series Milwaukee has more talent but Orlando is going to play hard and stick true to who they are now, Brooklyn is a team that when you looked at coming to the bubble, you would expected them to fold, not win as many games. But they were one of the surprising teams in the bubble. And they played scrappy, true to themselves, didn't really turn the ball over, kept it true to the vest. And I expect them to do the exact same thing 
in the playoffs against the Raptors. But let's see what it is that Toronto has to do to win this series. Keys to a Raptors victory. I think with Toronto, you just got to play your game. Move the ball, share the ball, multiple passes, get guys to open shots. Kyle Lowry has to be the guy. He has to be able to contribute to send, contribute to the offense. Get the offense going. Fred Van Fleet is a guy who's going to be able to get buckets, I believe. Mark Gasol, playoff experience. He's going to be able to give them that all-around presence. They got Serge Ibaka, Norman Powell coming off the bench. Toronto is an all-around team. OG Ananobi is going to be charged with the job of guarding Karis LeVert, who's been playing some significant basketball and has been able to get his shot and do what he wants offensively with the absence of KD and Kyrie. So, if Toronto sticks to who they are, they'll win this series. Fairly easy, in my opinion. Keys to a Nets victory. Look, for the Nets, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard. Now, I'm not saying that Toronto's going to come into this playoff situation and just feel like they're the superior team, so they're just going to blow through the Raptors and, at the end of the day, end up losing. But if you work hard, anything is possible. And that's what the Brooklyn Nets have been doing. They've been working their tails off to be able to win games inside of this bubble without two without two of the best scorers two of the best players in the league so if they work hard continue to share the ball run the plays the way they're supposed to carries the verse can carries the verse can get going some the other guys can get going some i can see brooklyn being in a lot of these games and maybe even taking one i actually haven't taken a game in this series so we'll see but let's get into the X-Factors. X-Factor for the Raptors. The X-Factor for me initially was Mark Gasol, but now I'm going to go with OG. I'm going to go with OG Ananobi because he's the guy who's going to be probably locked up on Karis LeVert, who is Brooklyn's best offensive player right now. And if he's able to bring the defense and shut him down, Toronto is going to look very, very good. But at the same time, offensively, he has to be able to give them something offensively, be able to hit the three. I do believe that OG will have a big-time impact on this series. Maybe not so much offensively, but I feel like his numbers will improve from the bubbles numbers. But I feel defensively, that's where he's going to make his impact. He's going to make Karis LeVert work for every point that he does get when they're matched up with one another. Now let's go to Brooklyn. X-Factor for the Nets. For Brooklyn, man, Brooklyn's X-Factor to me is going to be Jared Allen. Now Jared Allen showed an ability to pass the ball in the bubble, and I feel like he has to do that more. If you're going to play in the post, he got to be able to be more offensively aggressive. So I want Allen to be more aggressive offensively, but I also want him to be able to continue to make the playmaking, continue to be a playmaker for others as the playoffs go along. And I feel like he's going to do that. Now he's going to have a big challenge with Marcus Gasol and Charlotte Ibaka 
trying to defend him and that may take away from some of his touches it may take away from him being as effective as he has been but at the same time if Brooklyn want to win Jerry Allen's got to push through it and show that he's ready to really go to war with them guys and be an effective big man who can do everything from scoring the rebound and the passing to defense and blocking shots the outcome the outcome like i said i got brooklyn winning one but ultimately i got toronto in five man so let's go to boston and philly now celtics sixers boston took this series two to one boston has all of their pieces together right now philly's gonna be without ben simmons for the rest of the year it's gonna be interesting to see what goes on I believe Al Horford has been starting so that dynamic of Horford and B I wasn't a big fan of it when they made the signing and I'm not a big fan of it now so it's going to be interesting to see how that works out especially in the playoffs but let's get into the keys to winning for Boston keys to a Celtics victory look Boston just got to be able to do what they do they have in my mind four of the best shot creators in this series you talk Kimball you talk Jalen Brown you talk Jason Tatum you talk Gordon Hayward they are four of the best shot creating players in this series and I expect for them to do that I expect for Daniel Daniel Theis to be able to stretch Joel Embiid out to the three-point line because he has the ability to hit three-point shots so I expect for him to get Joel Embiid out of the paint and be able to help those guys be able to get into the paint without having to deal with the defensive prowess that is Joel Embiid. It's going to be interesting to see, but I love what they're able to do with those three guys, Manso, Walker, Brown, and Tatum. But Gordon Hayward is a guy who could also give you an all-around performance with his ability to score his ability to rebound, and his ability to pass the ball. So Boston has it all going right now, and I think it's going to propel them to victory. Keys to a 76ers victory. If Philly wins, I think it's going to be solely on the shoulders of Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. To me personally, Joel Embiid is the best player in this series. He has the ability to go inside and dominate the paint, and I feel like for Philly, the best way for them to beat Boston is that they slow the game down, get Embiid as many touches as they can, and let him initiate the offense of what is going on. Whether he's going to take the shot, whether he's going to pass the shot, or whatever the, whatever it is they're going to do. Embiid is the best player in this series, so I expect for him to have a big-time impact on this series. But let's not forget about Tobias Harris and his ability to go inside-outside. His ability to score the ball and rebound the ball. He's going to be a significant part of this too. Shake Milton has to be able to show why he was anointed the starting point guard. Before the bubble game started, he has to show why he is the starting point guard. And they need some of the guys off the bench to be able to provide them with shooting. Josh Richardson is going to make, going to have an impact on this series because he because he's going to be guarding one of those three dynamic offensive players. But let's get into these X-Factors for both teams. Starting with Boston. 
X Factor for the Celtics. I just talked about him a few minutes, a few seconds ago. I was gonna say a few minutes ago. I don't think it's been that long. But I would just, I just talked about him, Daniel Thice. He's gonna be charged with the guy who not only has to guard Joel Embiid on the defensive end. But he also has to be able to make Joel Embiid play honest on the offensive end. And if he's able to knock down shots, it's a GG for Philly. X Factor for the Sixers. To me, you know what you're going to get with Embiid. You kind of don't know what you're going to get with Tobias Harris, but you know he's going to have an impact on the game one way or another. The X Factor for me is going to be Shake. Shake Milton is going to be the impact X factor for me. Just because he was put into the starting lineup, he has to show me why he was put into the starting lineup. Now, the games that he's played as the starting point guard hasn't been the best. But when the lights are bright, some people step out of that struggle and step into right into the starlight. And maybe he's one of those guys it's going to be interesting to see as the series goes along the outcome i think it's going to be a grinded out series i think Embiid is going to win philly a couple games but ultimately man i got the i got the Celtics and six heat pacers the most intriguing matchup in all of this miami beat indiana 3-1 in the regular season. They did lose the last game of the season, but none of the key players played. This is going to be a drag-it-out war. You got two teams who pride themselves on the defensive end, and they're going to really get after each other defensively. It's going to be interesting to see. But uh, let's see why. I feel like Miami could pull it out. Keys to a heat victory. Watching the bubble games, I seen Miami is best effective when they're hitting their threes. So for Miami to win this series, they have to hit their threes. When you hit threes, it opens up so many different options. It allows you to play more aggressive defense and it allows you to really get after somebody. And I feel like that's exactly what's gonna fuel Miami to win in this series. I also feel like Jimmy Butler got a lot to prove. He got a lot to prove as the guy. Last year he was with Philly and they didn't go as far as a lot of people expected him to go. When he was with Minnesota, they didn't go as far as a lot of people expected him to go. So I feel he has that chip on his shoulder to show that if he's able to lead a squad, he can get them pretty far. Now that's going to remain to be seen, but I'm ready to see it. Kings. <laughs> To a Pacers victory. If Indiana wins, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be because TJ Warren is out there getting buckets. I think he really wanna show people that this isn't a fluke and he can really get buckets. See a lot of people don't know that TJ Warren was getting buckets in Phoenix before they traded him. He was a 20 point per game score with Phoenix. And the disrespect of the trade from Phoenix to Indiana has fueled the best basketball of his career. And I'm ready to see what he's able to do in the playoffs, especially against Jimmy Butler, who did say that he was trash. So we shall see how this goes. Now, he, Jimmy Butler did say that the beef with TJ Warren is dead, but in our eyes, it ain't dead. It ain't dead to somebody 
plays like the other one isn't there. Now that means if TJ Warren putting up consistent 30 pieces and 40 pieces during the series, then we can uh, we can officially call it dead because he he came back stronger and harder. Pause. But you can't say he was charged because he killed you. But if Jimmy Butler comes into the situation, lock him up, put him on Four Point Island, then we can't continue. We can't continue to talk about the T.J. Warren versus Jimmy Butler situation because Jimmy Butler locked him up. So it's gonna be a fun series to watch. Let's get into the X factors. X factor for the Heat. For Miami, I feel like the X factor is Kendrick Nunn, man. He came into the season, he took the starting job for Goran Dragic, and he's played well, averaging about 15 points. More than likely going to be on the all-rookie first team, but he's been struggling in the bubble. So, I feel for Miami to win, he has to get out of that struggle, and he has the ball. Now, the question is probably going to be, do you put the more experienced point guard in Dragic, and you let him be the starting point guard, and let... Kendrick Nunn fall into that role where Dragic was, Dragic was, it'd be the sixth man. That might be the best move for him, but we'll see. Eric Sprocher does this way better than what I what I do. So, <laughs> you, you pretty much can trust his judgment of what he feels is going to be best for his team. X Factor for the Pacers. For the Indiana Pacers, all we've been talking about is TJ Warren, but I feel like their X Factor is going to be the quote-unquote superstar of the team, and that's Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo kind of been up and down since his injury. I'm pretty sure he wants to prove that he is still one of the elite two-way talents in the league, and this would be his opportunity. If he could be that contributing solid second scorer or that contributing first scorer, Indiana's going to advance to the next round. The outcome. This is one of my seven game series. Matter of fact, I think this is the only series I have seven games going between East and West. So I think this goes seven, and I think Indiana wins it. 4-3. Lakers, Blazers. Now we shift our attention to the West. We got the LA Lakers and the Portland Trail Blazers with the Lakers winning the season series 2-1. Portland is not your normal AFC. If they would have been healthy from jump, they're probably a fourth seed. Four or five. Four, fourth seed for sure. I say a fourth seed. They're, they're definitely a fourth seed in the Western Conference. But they wasn't healthy. Nurkish came back. The pandemic helped him to come back and be really, really effective. Now you move a guy who I feel is going to be on the all-defensive second team in Hassan Whiteside. You take him and you let him be another anchor on that second unit and then you have guys stepping up like Gary Trent Jr. who's knocking shots down Anthony Ephraimie Simons was a guy who was effective early on in the bubble who I haven't really seen play much but he's a guy who could potentially give you the minutes and be a contributing factor CJ McCollum is playing very very well Dame is playing out of his mind right now just going crazy with it and Melo Melo is contributing effectively so when you look at portland man i feel this is going to be a t- this is going to be a tough matchup for the lakers a lot of people had the lakers in the conference finals man it's going to it's it's going to be intriguing man 
Let's get into why I feel the Lakers was going to win this series. Keys to a Lakers victory. To me, if the Lakers win this series, it's going to be solely because they have two of the best, two of the top five players in the NBA in LeBron James and AD. Playoff LeBron is something that nobody has probably ever seen before. But now it's going to be on Anthony Davis to show that he can be on that elite level with the bright lights and the big stage. If they win, it's going to be solely on LeBron and Anthony Davis. But we got to throw Kyle Kuzma in there because he's going to have to be that solid third scoring option. Especially against a team that has three solid scoring options in Dame, CJ, and Melo. And they have a guy who can give you some buckets in the post when need be. But he's also one of the better passing big men in the league in Yusuf Nurkic. So, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Keys to a Blazers victory. If the Trailblazers win this series, I think it's going to be solely on Dame, bro. Dame. We talk about uh, playoff, Brian. Let's talk about playoff Dame. He sent Pat Bev home. <laughs> he sent Paul George home. He's sending cats home. And right now he's playing with such momentum that I wouldn't even want I wouldn't want to play him. I wouldn't want to play Portland right now. Because they're playing with such momentum and they have such a adrenaline about themselves right now, man, that they can they can make a significant run just off the fact that they're playing so well right now. X Factor. For the Lakers For the Lakers man it, It's simple it, it, it has to be Kyle Kuzma He has to be that third scoring option If he's not that third scoring option It's going to be It's going to be trouble the, the games he's not the third scoring option He's struggling offensively Those are the games the Lakers are going to lose The games that he plays And he's, he's putting up 20 plus Those are the games that the Lakers are going to win X Factor For the Blazers for me, Portland's X Factor is going to be Yusuf Nurkic, man, because he has the all around game. He's going to put a lot of pressure on JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, and Anthony Davis when he comes in and plays center for a couple minutes. Yusuf Nurkic is going to be a problem for the Lakers. And I feel he's going to cause so much in terms of those big guys getting in foul, foul trouble that, that it's, it's going to affect how. Nurkic is putting up buckets. <laughs> just say he's he gonna put up buckets because the the elite shot blockers aren't gonna be in there. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna want Anthony Davis to put him in any type of foul trouble. So Yusuf Nurkic is gonna be the X factor for Portland. The outcome. I say this goes six, and I got the Blazers winning this series in six. Say what? Look, momentum is one thing, man. Remember UConn They came in with all that momentum in the NCAA tournament And ended up winning the national championship When they wasn't even considered one of the favorites If you coming in And you're playing great basketball You have a chance to really do some damage And I feel that the Blazers Have a chance to do Some damage Who up next Clippers Mavericks all right, so the Clippers went 3-0 in this series against Dallas. Look, they got Kawhi Leonard, who is the two-time final MVP, last year's finals MVP, NBA champion. He's going to have those guys. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm saying that because he's not going to really do 
a lot of rah rah talking on blue to get the guys ready but i'm pretty sure that the moment he's gonna explain to them individually how important this moment is and he's gonna get them mentally right that way luca makes his playoff debut and i'm really looking forward to seeing him the guy is the guy is just the guy is something else but uh it's gonna be interesting to see who starts out on them and all that it the the clippers have three legitimate perimeter defenders and pat bev (laughs) paul george and Kawhi. so this is going to see who's going to start on them first but i'm ready to see it x factor for the clippers the clippers x factor is going to be the point guard position Pat Bev is going to give you everything you can defensively, but Reggie Jackson is a guy I feel who's going to be counting on to give him the instant offense. He has the potential. If Reggie wasn't hurt in Detroit, he his narrative in Detroit would be a lot better than what it is right now. But Reggie Jackson has the potential to get buckets. Pat Bev is a guy who is going to lock you up 94 feet. They have to stay to their roles and continue to thrive in those roles if they want the clippers to win and when i say roles i'm not talking about the big the the buttery roles from texas roadhouse with the special whatever butter that is that you can spread on the i digress (laughs) x factor for the mavs to me, Dallas X Factor is gonna be Tim Hardaway Jr., man. This is one of the guys who can actually create his own shot and doesn't need Luca to actually create the shot for him. Now, I noticed something about Tim Hardaway Jr. in the eight games that he played in the bubble. In four games in the bubble, he averaged over 20 plus points. And in four games, in another four games, he averaged less than 10. So if you get the 20 plus point Tim Hardaway, you have a good chance at winning. But if you get a guy who scores eight points on two of 17 shooting, you're not gonna go that far. The outcome. As much as I like Yuka, Yuka. <laughs> as much as I like Luka and Boban, top to bottom, man, the Clippers got the deepest roster in the NBA. And I feel like they're going to wear the Dallas Mavericks down. So give me five games for the Clippers and Matt. The Clippers and Mavericks. Nuggets. Jazz. Nuggets took this series 3-0. They had an instant classic just just not too long ago in the bubble. Where the teams went double overtime. Donovan Mitchell went crazy. Jokic hit the shot with .3 left on the clock. So the Nuggets are going to be a full healthy capacity uh there's still questions about will barton and gary harris will they continue to play but michael porter jr has stepped in and he's going to be that guard that forward of the future and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to will barton is he a guy who's going to relish coming off of the bench or is is he going to be a guy who wants to trade to a team that's going to be able to start him keys to a Nuggets victory for the Nuggets I feel like they'll win simply off of their talent I feel Jokic is going to pull them through 
with his ability to score a rebound and pass. Now, he has to get better on the defensive end because in that last game that they played, Rudy Gobert was eating Jokic alive. And for the Nuggets to want to win this series, Jokic has to understand his impact on the defensive end and be able to be that guy who can lock up and who's going to be the last line of defense defensively. We don't know if Will Barton is going to play. We don't know if Gary Harris is going to play. So if they are at full strength, if they're able to get a full strength squad out there in the bubble, the the Nuggets is going to have some fun. Keys to a Jazz victory. Now, just how I talk about the Nuggets offensively, I'm going to talk about defense and the Jazz. They have to get back to that identity that made them one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah, we know they can shoot the three. We know that their offensive numbers are slowly getting better since the bubble. But at the same time, they're allowing teams to get points at will. It seems like Rudy Gobert isn't that same intimidating factor on the back end as he once was. So for them, for Utah to win this series, I feel they have to get back to their identity defensively. And Rudy Gobert has to get back into being that fear in people's hearts as they attack the lane. X Factor for the Nuggets. To me, the Denver Nuggets X Factor in this series is going to be Tory Craig because he's going to be responsible with Donovan Mitchell. Now, Tory Craig is one of them guys that you root for, man. He's a hard worker and he's a guy who plays like he's not trying to go back to a situation where he's looking for another contract. He plays hard. He's also one of the better defenders on the team, so he's going to have the job regarding Donovan Mitchell, and I feel that's going to be an interesting matchup to see overall. Hopefully, he can stay out of foul trouble and be able to continue to hit his shots and just be an all-around player, a guy that you will want a part of your team as one of the glue guys. X-Factor for the Jazz. Now, initially, I had Mike Conley, but Mike Conley left the bubble because his wife, I believe, is having their son. So congratulations to Mike Conley. For me, the Jazz X Factor outside of Mike Conley would probably be Joe Ingles because he's going to take on more responsibility of the playmaking role. And I feel that he needs to be a legitimate playmaker for the Jazz to come out of this series. He has to average to me at least about eight and a half, not to nine and a half assists for Utah to come out. But he also has to be able to hit the three. He has to be able to hit the three. And it's going to be interesting to see. But Joe Ingles is going to be my X factor for the Jazz. The outcome. I got Denver in six. Another hard, tough, fought-out series. I can see a couple games going into overtime, but ultimately, I'm rolling with the Nuggets in six games. OKC, Houston. OKC went two and one in this series. Now Westbrook is going to be out for some significant time. He's going to miss some games in this in this first round. James Harden is probably going to be the point guard of the team, which is pretty much ISO. Him dribbling, and if you decide you want to step up and double team, he'll find the open man for the open shot. 
You have that offense against the three-headed guard offense of CP3, Shea, and Dennis. And then you have big men such as Steven Adams in there. So it's going to be an interesting series. I'll explain why the Rockets are going to win this series, though. Keys to the Rockets' victory. Because they shoot the blood out of the ball when it comes to three-point range. They shoot the blood out of that ball. And plus, James Harden is the best scorer in the league. So I feel like if he wants to put up a 60-piece, if he wants to put up a 70-piece, he's going to find his way every single way possible for him to put up that 60-70-piece. and 70 piece. They have a lot of weapons on the outside who can spot up and shoot the three from P.J. to Rock with Covington to Eric Gordon. They have guys, Daniel House, they have guys who can get buckets from behind the three. So Utah has to... I mean, OKC, I'm sorry. OKC has to stay disciplined in their defense, and they can't allow any open shots. Keys to the Thunder's victory. I feel like if the Thunder are going to win, it's going to be solely put on the shoulders of Chris Paul because he has the most playoff experience with him going to the Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals the previous year. Now... He has that leadership mentality. I've never been a fan of Chris Paul, but you got to commend his abilities to lead men into battle to win a game. And I feel for OKC to win, he has to step into that other type of Chris Paul. And I feel he has the potential to do that. So it's going to be interesting to see how it, it plays out. X Factor for the Rockets. My X Factor for Houston, all series, all the series they're going to be in is P.J. Tucker because he has to guard the centers. He is, what, 6'5", maybe? And he has to guard the centers, get all the rebounds and all that other stuff, in addition to being able to make the corner three. So P.J. Tucker is going to be my X Factor for the Rockets. X Factor, OKC. Now, on the flip of that, with P.J. Tucker being having to guard all of the centers and all that, I expect for Steven Adams to have a huge series, especially if they got to go to the store. And, and, and But it's no store because it's a bubble. But Steven Adams is going to have a big time series against the Rockets because one, he's a traditional center. So if the ball comes off of the rim, there's about a 75, 80 percent chance that Steven Adams is going to come up with that ball just because OKC runs traditional basketball with a center. In the middle so i feel like houston's gonna get ate up on them boards they're they're gonna get ate up and their ability their call to fame is gonna be the fact that they can score they can get hot in a minute and they can turn a 16 point lead into a three-point lead within the matter of a minute and a half so there you go the outcome man I got Houston in six. It's going to be a hard-fought battle. Westbrook going to be out for a couple games. When Westbrook do come back, I feel like they're going to turn up. I feel like he'll be back game five, series will be tied 2-2. Two, two. And he'll come back, do what he does, and he'll propel Houston into the second round of the playoffs. And that's round one, man. That is round one, how I feel like round one is going to go. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. Sad news for Jim Boylan and Alvin Gentry as they was fired. Jim Boylan, I'm not surprised because he's an old school type of coach. And when you're dealing with new school type of players who have been through 
whole different type of situations and had it handled in a different type of way and you come in and you want to do the old i'm the grandpa you the grandkids so y'all do what i say saturday morning i tell you to cut the grass you better be out there at seven o'clock in the morning they not going for that no more and they want who they want and it goes from there Jim Boylan wasn't the team for this young Chicago Bulls squad So it's going to be interesting to see who they bring in There's going to be some interesting coaches out there Mark Jackson, Teron Lou, Kenny Atkinson Just to name a few And I expect one of them three to get a job with these two jobs Because New Orleans did fire Alvin Gentry Or land somewhere else Now for Alvin Gentry This, is one, that's a, this one is a surprise because I feel Alvin Gentry's style of play fits the team that he has now. You got Lonzo Ball running the floor. You got Zion running the floor. You got a go-to scorer in Brandon Ingram. Jackson Hayes is a rim runner. You have guys such as Nikhil Walker-Alexander. You have you have all of these pieces. Frank Jackson, you have all of these pieces to be able to go on the Bolton style that you want. But for whatever reason... That's just not what it is And it's weird It's definitely weird But yeah <laughs> Yeah that's that's that That's that So I expect for those jobs to be filled very very soon And last thing I do before I go Dame Lillard was named unanimous MVP of the bubble Body Williams was named coach of the year of the bubble uh, and there was first and second teams named in the bubble. I'll put those teams in the description because I don't know the offhand, but I'll put them in the description. And that is round one of the playoffs. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me, man. I'm Tyrone Smith, round two exclusive hustle band, the sneaker band, the 4.9 on Rock the Mud Wall. Daytona 360 signing out. And I will holler at y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Exclusive Breakdown. And if you're looking for bonus content that's not offered anywhere else, check out patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown. Talk to you soon. No, seriously, it's on the calendar. There's no backing out. your soul re-entering your body take time to get yourself back together and tune in for a brand new episode soon